The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. Yes, it sure is Positive Talk Radio. How is everybody this morning? It is a, I don't know why I use a Southern accent. Anyway, um, um, <laughs> we're here to have a good time today. We are going to have an amazing time today with an amazing guest. And I'll talk about her in just a moment. But first, I want to introduce Benny, who is uh, the producer of the show. Benny, how are you? I'm doing good there, Cal Polk. <laughs> you want to go with that? <laughs> you better keep your boots on, boy, because we're going to have ourselves a good time. Like Typical madness on a Monday morning. Yeah, well, you know, that's why I play the music that I do, because mm -hmm. at 9 o'clock in the morning on a Monday, you need to wake up and need to get yeah. ready for an exciting day. It's a brand new week, and I really, really hope, because the guest that we have is going to help you get rid of this. If you are one of those that on Sunday night, oh, I don't know, about 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night, you start going, oh, tomorrow's Monday. <laughs> I've got to go to work tomorrow. I don't want to do that. I hate my job. She's going to help us with that. And we're going to talk all about that. But first, Benny, I got to ask you. Okay. And this may date you a little bit, but uh -oh. uh, and this this involves our guest. But uh, do you remember a show called The Love Boat? Uh, yes. In fact, one of our other show hosts here, uh, Rob Spears from Conscious Talk Radio, Radio, used to be a writer for The Love Boat for a couple of years. Really? I had yep. no idea. Mm -hmm. So I'm very familiar with that. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Well, you know, there was a character on that show by the name of Julie. Ah, cruise director Julie. Cruise director Julie. Uh-huh. Well, our guest, when she was a wee itty-bitty one, was watching that show. Uh-huh. And she said, you know, that's not a bad job at all. I'd like <laughs> to have that job. And, and then she was told, and this is part of her story that I think is just dynamic. She was then told, oh, oh, Holly, 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 don't come on. It's, you've got to have a lot of talent. You've got to know five languages. You've got to do all this stuff. And there's a, like a five-year waiting list to get a job like that. Just, you know, stay within your lane and do something that that uh, you can accomplish rather than do something that, that is never going to happen. As, you know, we all get people in our lives that tell us stuff like that because they don't want us to get hurt and, and, and by having too high expectations of ourselves. They want to kind of soften the blow. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? She became a cruise director and for a, a, a cruise line, and because she would not take no for an answer. And so we're going to talk about all of that. Um, the, the gal I'm going to talk to today, her name is Howley, Holly Dowling. Sorry. And uh, you can go to hollydowling.com. And if you're not driving, you can look at her website and see all the things that she's done and what she's doing. She is, in fact, 
a highly sought-after, award-winning global keynote speaker and inspirational thought leader who's addressed hundreds of thousands of Fortune 500 executives around the world and impacted the hearts and minds of millions over 160 countries worldwide with their celebration of you. You know, I would have chosen that had Positive Talk not been available, but that would have been a great a great name for a podcast. And so she did um, the podcast for a long time. She's an expert in strengths-based leadership, which we're going to talk about. Corporate women's empowerment, um, which we also need to talk about. And her unique approach has led managers to become strong leaders, individual contributors, to achieve higher levels of performance and companies to discover new opportunities for success. She's worked with a couple of companies you may have heard of before. Um, so um, I'm going to run through these, Benny, and you tell me if you've heard of any of these. Uh, Facebook, uh, Wells Fargo, Cisco, Hilton, a com little company from around these parts named Microsoft. Oh, very familiar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Disney, The Gap, mm -hmm. um, the Palo Alto Networks, and uh, Mercedes-Benz. Wow. I have one. Freak. You have a Mercedes? So I do. I'm very familiar with that one, too. <laughs> yes. And Home Depot <laughs> and also Google, which uh, is yeah. a, an amazing partner. And she gets she keeps getting invited back, which is the, the how you know that a, a speaker is brilliant. Well, she's sitting over there, and so I should let her talk occasionally. So, so Holly, welcome to the show. How are you? Kevin, I am so excited to be here and I'm having a ball listening to you. And I'm like, I just got to say, Kevin, I cannot believe this moment right now when you and Benny were talking and I'm so excited to be with both of you. The whole love sto story, like love boat, we got to talk about that because Ben, I have got to go. Exciting. Okay. That's okay. And, and of course, Captain Stubing was my favorite because <laughs> yeah, he right. was bald. So oh it worked out well. <laughs> Something in common. Exactly. Oh, that just made my day. Can I just tell you, listening <laughs> to that music, and what you don't know is that I've got to, I've got to meet Rob one of these days. If you can make the introduction, because the story that Kevin just alluded to, I'm sure we'll go deeper into it. It's a powerful part of my life, sure. and it really impacted my life in ways that I never imagined what would manifest from then. So, Kevin, thank you. I'm excited to be with you. Well, thank you very much. So let's talk about that a little bit because, you know, I'll, was I right in saying that there were people in your world that said, Holly, 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 Holly. You know, you know, keep your feet on the ground and reach for the stars, but you, you, you can't do all of that. Did you, people tell you that? Oh, it's yes. And to give you the depth and the richness to this story, I, I'm going to take you back since you and Benny were already talking about Love Boat. Go back to when I was in third grade and I was a very shy, overweight little girl and we were living in Reading, Pennsylvania. And so I didn't have many friends. I've always been borderline an introvert. But on Friday nights, I got so excited. It was the highlight of my week. Do you remember the lineup, gentlemen? It would go Love Boat, then Fantasy Island. Oh, remember? yes. Hey, boss, boss. Yes, the boss. The plane, the plane. And then, and then the infamous show after that was The Night Stalker, which I probably shouldn't have been watching that, you know, in third grade. But, um, but Darren you know, McGavin was in that show. Yes, yes. 
And here's the crazy thing. And this is why I'm so glad that you have the show. I'm so glad it's Monday morning and we're getting to kick off the week and giving people a nugget of, I never, it's never too late to dream again, Kevin. And the reality is in third grade, those butterflies were on my shoulder. I dreamed of being Julie. Now, fast forward in life, you know, I still always dreamed about it, but then I get to college and I was always thought I was going to be a lawyer and be an attorney. Right. And because I'm very passionate about things that I believe in and being a lobbyist. So then I'm in my second year and I call my father who's Persian and I'll never forget the other end of the phone. I'm like, I'm hating college. I don't want to be an attorney. And I said to him, I think I want to drop out of college and I'm not going to be an attorney. I want to go travel the world and be a cruise director. Dead silence on the other end of the phone. (laughs) And all I hear is my father's beautiful Persian accent. And he just says, with silence, on my dead body, you figure out how to finish your degree and then you can travel the world. So the cool part of the story, gentlemen, is that I was so determined that I was at Kansas State University. This really dates me now, Kevin. There was no like hotel and restaurant management and that entire like what lives now. So I went to the career planning center and they didn't know what to do with me. They're like, well, here, we'll send you to these professors. Are you ready? In the arena called physical education, dance and leisure studies. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't, isn't that what they did for uh, like, like scholarship athletes who, who couldn't read and write. They sent them to that club. Totally. Right. Cause they don't know what to do. Yeah. That's exactly where they sent them. I go there, the professors don't know. So I just went to the library. I, I kid you not. And now I can actually see your eyes. You can see me as I'm telling you this. I went to the back of the library. Back then it was Microfish. That's what we had. And I went through backs of travel magazines and wrote down the names of 40 travel magazine, 40 cruise ships in the advertising and classified, went back to where I was living and got on the landline and called every one of them and said, do you ever hire? How do I get an internship just to be on the cruise ship? And Kevin, I heard every single thing you could hear. I mean, there's an excuse, you know, like, oh, you have to have this. Yes, you had to have five to five to 10 years experience. So then I set up appointments with the local travel agents and asked if I could have 10 minutes of their time. This is a really important part of the story because every single person that I reached out to to ask, hey, do you have any advice? Do you have any guidance? Every single person shot me down. Yes, you have to have at least five different languages. You have to have been in the business this long. I mean, everything. So you know what I did? And I hope your listeners like this. This is against all the rules of what we're supposed to do when we go after sending resumes and cover letters. But I always, I always say to the young people too, and even anybody, any age, never lie on your resume because it will come back to bite you. And I didn't, I was getting my minor in French, but I did hot pink cover letters with hot pink resume and a hot pink envelope and I mailed them to 19 cruise ships that I had talked to these people and I kid you not within three weeks the phone rang and both times the person calling was speaking French (laughs) and within four weeks I was on a plane being flown to Papier Tahiti to be the sports and social hostess aboard the SS Liberté and my dream of being Julie. And I've yet to meet the actress that plays Julie, but I've always wanted to give kudos to anybody that's a part of that show because you're a part of something that you never know. And this is a lesson for all of us to know. We never know the impact and imprint we can be making in someone's life. Little did they know, right? This little girl, tell me no, watch me go became my mantra. So there you go. There's that story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that is an absolutely great story. And uh, it is, 
I implore anybody that is looking for a job and they and they want to stand out because uh, not so much right in this particular moment because a lot of there are a lot of jobs available but if you really want to get the job of your dreams and really want to go for it you got to do something out of the box you've got to do something unique that nobody else would do like I can I tell a quick story I want your stories yes when I was a salesperson for a food company I wanted to become go into the broker business um, and I was told that a particular broker had picked up a new line it's called Nally's and it's a it's a I think it's a local company here and they have mayonnaise and they have salad dressings and that kind of stuff and so um, I went there to verify that they were looking for somebody and they said yes we are so I left went and bought a jar of Nally's mayonnaise took the mayonnaise home emptied out the jar put my resume in it put a bow around it and took it and before they opened the next day and sat it in front of their front door I love you so much for this <laughs> and they said the guy said you know I have never we laughed all morning about that because I've never had anybody do anything like that before it was amazing unfortunately we didn't get the line so I didn't get the job but it was just had they gotten that line I, I would have gotten the job because I did something unique I was remembered and and that's what you need to do if you're gonna go into a position where you really really want it you've got to do something unique be remembered and it, oh. it's hard to forget you and in what you in what you did so, so that's awesome so but that's you know if you think out of the box and like you and I was in, I was also in sales and I've been meaning to mention this to you I've been in sales for a long time and one of the hardest things to do is to do what what they call in the business a cold call mm -hmm. because you walk into a place <laughs> I walked into so many places and the guy just looked at me like why the hell are you bothering me? Leave me alone. You're scum of the earth. Just get the heck away from me. And uh, um, you have a mantra about tell me no, watch me go, which is a complete opposite of what most people do because most people take it internally and they say, I must be the scum of the earth. He doesn't even want to talk to me. I can't go do this. I'm not going to go do another cold call. So how did you come up with that mantra and, uh, and, and, and live that every day? Oh, I, I, well, first of all, can I just say, Kevin, I have this new bumper sticker. I'm seeing you wearing a hat and a t-shirt that says, yes, I'm the mayonnaise guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The mayonnaise man, the M&M, right? I, I, Denny, don't you see this right now? I mean, I think we need to get him a shirt and a hat. And because you see, I love your story so much because regardless of the outcome, what happened for you is what happened for me. You realize that you have, when we think out of the box and we think differently, guarantee you that that person on that day that that moment happened, they've probably told that story so many times, Kevin, and use that in life. So you made an imprint on somebody. And honestly, for me, and it's the same thing probably for you, I, I didn't, the, the mantra for me was what I realized is, it's almost like fuel. The more people were telling me no, it was almost like, watch me. I was more determined to make this damn thing happen because it's like, nobody believed I could. And yet at that ripe young age right there, you know, like at that 18, 19, I learned something very powerful for myself is that 
it wouldn't matter what situation I'm in. And Kevin, you know, I'm sure you've read, it wasn't that long ago, probably three, three years ago that I started revealing some of my really dark experiences in my past, but it's the same thing. It's my faith. And it's knowing that no matter what, tell me, no, watch me go. Right. Like it's just kept me going. And I'm also a believer, like through the, the dark times too. I, and I just shared this doing a huge event, uh, Friday for a big, it was for mostly women, this event. And my other mantra is um, I choose to not live in woe is me. It's about wow is me. And I think we can spend so much of our life living and blaming the world for the situations we're in, especially in the last couple of years. And I absolutely refuse to do that. I choose joy no matter what's going on. And I'm done. We don't, I don't choose to live in woe is me. Quicksand is everywhere. You get a choice. Do you want to stick in it? and let it suck you down? Or are you going to find a way to keep on moving? And it sounds like we have very aligned values because your life, you've done so many different rich experiences. So I'm with you, babe. That's, that's my thing. Well, and, and I will tell you, it is amazing that, for, first of all, I want everybody to know, and I don't know that we're going to go into in depth this particular episode, but you are going to come back because I need to work with you more because you uplift my soul uh, when I'm sitting here talking to you. And, but I want everybody to know that your, your life has not necessarily been all uh, puppy dogs and rainbows and, and lollipops and, and everything's easy for you. You are, you're a typical human. We have our experiences. We have pluses and minuses. It's how we choose to deal with them and to work with them. That's the difference that you've, that you've made. And you've got an indomitable spirit and a wonderful uh, a way about you that you don't accept um, when something bad happens, you accept it and you move on from it and you don't let it define you. That's, mm -hmm. that's, that's what I got from, from your story is that you have never let the, the, the icky things. And there was, I believe it's 400 and some odd days of an icky experience that you had that, uh, um, but you didn't let it define you. And now you're, you're working with women to help them. Uh, also let it not define them in, in what happened. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And it's, and, you know, really globally, uh, the, I work with people, all races, all genders, right. Men and women, most of my audiences live before the pandemic, it was walking into ballrooms with like most, a lot of CEOs sitting in a ballroom. And I'm like, where are the women? And I have the eight women stand up out of 200. So we're still like, so I have a, I really feel God's given me, the grace and the strength and something to help inspire women and men, right. To help keep finding within themselves, those butterflies on our shoulders. And I always believe that God put us on this earth with gifts and strengths and these beautiful things. But what we do is we spend so much of our life taking that for granted and trying to put in what was, what God left out to begin with. And we're trying to always fix ourselves and fix others where I believe in let's shine the spotlight on what we've been given and stop thinking we need to fix ourselves. Let's shine the spotlight so we can help others see their brilliance even brighter and do the same. So it's my life's passion, right, to be here. But when you just said the trials, I always I love to say this, Kevin, and, and I, I'd love for you and Benny to just be thinking about this for yourselves and all the listeners, but do you allow the trials and tribulations of your life to define you or refine you? To me, it's an opportunity and a gift to refine the gold and the diamond of who you are. And do you let adversity make you bitter or better? And I think that that's a, a really strong, profound statement for many of us right now to be looking at 
what we've been put through in these last few years, you know, as human beings, we've experienced a lot. We've been pushed to places we never imagined, right? And I'm so, you know what I'm grateful for, Kevin, in the midst of all of this, being pushed and squeezed. Chaos does not reveal character. I mean, it reveals character. It doesn't create character. So what I think about for human beings right now is we have an opportunity to grow and to truly become an ever even better version of ourselves and to do that to help others through some of the stuff we've just been through recently as a globe. So you could tell you could get me, I, I don't stop. So you better just interrupt me right now, Kevin. <laughs> well, I was, I was just, I was just going to say that uh, I think everybody, I know I did. I went through a period of time where my life was like a bad country music song. And uh, I, I, it was, it was like um, my dad died. Then my dog died on Valentine's day. Um, and then I lost my, I, I got divorced. I lost my house. I hit a bridge with a truck, which is a whole nother story. I did, had to declare bankruptcy. I got sued for 50,000. This is all within three years. I got sued for $50,000 and, uh, um, I was, I was, you know, virtually broke and almost homeless. And, uh, fortunately I had family in the area that helped support me and stuff, but that didn't define me. It was just like, I can do that. I can go back. To, I can go do, and then the good Lord stepped in and provided me with a friend who helped me get a great job. And that's what I did for 12 years. And then, that then they stepped in again and said, no, you're done with that. Now we're going to make you do this. So that's why I'm doing this as much as I am like 10 to 15 episodes a week, because this is my passion. I want to bring people like you to the masses so that people can understand there is another way. There's a better way. There's a way that we can all do it. Now you're going to get me talking, so which I'm supposed to be interviewing you. So, <laughs> nope. <laughs> but you know what? This is all explains it right now because, because of these experiences, which I do believe Kevin, and I think you'd agree with this. We, we, the reason I didn't share a lot of my dark past is, I mean, we live in shame, right? And we think, I used to say, why would anybody want to buy damaged goods? Because I have global, huge, big time clients doing a lot of business that I'm doing over and over with. I'm like, they wouldn't want me anymore. We get in our own way, right? But the fact that you just shared with me this horrific three years, which you can look at, I can look back on these times and go, I choose to live in forgiveness. I choose to live in light and love. And so do you, that you can go, you couldn't be doing what you're doing right now with people all over the world that you're bringing onto your show without the lens of knowing and understanding that we've all been through our crap. And when you can bring it out and talk about it like you are, Kevin, and getting us to share, we're giving, you're bringing more hope and healing to more people all over the world, my friend. It's your soul's highest calling. And I get to experience the beauty of you doing what you've been put here to do. But you had to go through all that, I believe. Yes. Oh, no, I, I, I totally, totally agree with that. I it could not be where I am today, such as it is, you know, I, but I couldn't be where I am today if I hadn't experienced all of that. 100%. And that's what yeah. makes it so beautiful in life. When there's other people in their darkness thinking, whoever's listening to this right now, they might, there could be that one person. I always pray if that one person who's living in a dark place, hiding in their own closet of whatever's going on in their world. And then they don't feel alone, Kevin. They feel like, oh my gosh, there's hope. I've been through some of this. I'm not the only one out there, you know? And not walking around feeling like the world's got a label on our head saying, you're this person with a black cloud. No. So I'm in, I'm in pure awe and gratitude for you being able to do what you're doing today and coming through all that because it's a gift. 
Well, it is my passion. And you talk a lot about living your passion and, and living your life to the best way that you can. Talk a little bit more about that. You just love to get me going, don't you? I can I tell you get you get you just like I know Benny Ben's probably like I hope they end on time. I mean, we might be going for hours. I don't no, know. No. The way the way Benny works, it's like this. If we go over, it's like and today we're gonna. <laughs> That's the end of the exactly show. Right. It's exactly, a hard exactly show, right. and isn't that right, Benny? Yeah, cut him off. Get him out of here. Get him out. Yeah, get the hook. You know what we'll do? We'll just leave the carrot dangling and we'll have right. come back for round two, right? And <laughs> exactly. then we'll, we'll, we'll leave the carrot of the next. It's like the Paul Harvey show. Remember that? Like, and oh, then the yeah. rest is a story. So, <laughs> and, and you know, I love that you just asked me that because people see me and they think, oh, what could she have possibly been through? And that's right. why it's so important that I understand now more than ever why when we re we reveal and we pull back the layers of the onion, when we reveal, we heal more, but we help others heal. So, you know, Kevin, it's like, it's back to, I choose joy. It's a choice every day. Does that mean that every day is gonna be easy to live in joy? No, but when you begin to see the miracles, I choose every day to look for something to appreciate. It's just who I am and it's how I choose to be. And I'm also, and here's the big caveat and red flag to all this. And I want everybody to put your antennas up. I've become incredible interesting dichotomy and oxymoron but i believe and i just shared this with these women last week when you can be a little selfish you can be far more selfless and what do i mean is i mean when you get really clear on who you are and what your highest calling is in this world to where you can start saying yes to where you can be leveraged at your best and you can start saying no and stop being a martyr and stop saying yes to all these commitments and obligations that really isn't bringing your best. It's depleting the life out of you. Nobody wins. Your family doesn't win. They see the worst of you because you're depleted and drained. Your boss, your colleagues, your clients. I mean, the list can go on. It's what I speak about a lot. But I have to tell you, my friend, is that that's why I choose joy. And I'm also highly aware of emotional vampires. How do you uh, like that one? I do. Yeah. I do. Those, those are out there. They're, and, you know, the sad thing is, at least from my frame of reference, the sad thing is they don't even know that they're doing it. <laughs> my water out <laughs> the scary thing is is i want to believe they didn't come into the world and wake up to be malicious with bad intention i believe that every human being hopefully wakes up with good intention right the reality is most of them don't even realize it because they're so desperately looking to people like us to feed their soul and fill them up that they don't realize what they're doing. They're sucking the life out of us. It's like I, I say a black widow or a rattlesnake, they sting, leave their venom and they keep on going, but we're over there just dying on the side. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is so true. And uh, you know, I, I, and I learned this, you know, in, in the subtotal parts of my life, there's some jobs that I've taken and some things that I've done that have been by, I believe by divine, intervention to get me to do it so that I can learn. The The biggest learning lesson that I had was driving a Metro bus in Seattle, which for 12 years. And what I learned was I have the ability to control myself, my emotions, and the energy that's on that bus. If I have a positive motivational say hello to everybody, I've had people that I would say hello to and they start walking down the aisle, turn around and say, What'd you say? It's like, I said, hello, how are you? 
and 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 it be because you take people where they are. But what I learned was that we can impact those around us with the positivity and with the energy that we give people, like you do. The first time I met you, which was the last time I talked to you, you you were dynamic. It was it was clear that you have the type of energy and 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 motivation to to really make a difference in this world and uh you you plan you you've done it for years if you've been doing this for well over 20 years and you're still excited about doing it that's what's really cool well and and thank you thank you for saying that and it's it's ditto it goes both ways i feel like when we're open to the doors that can open and we're willing to let the doors that close need to close and stop forcing life to happen but when they say go in the flow there is something very divine about letting go. I always say, I let go, let God, but I trust the flow and I just pray and get out of my way. And when you stop forcing things to happen and you just let it flow, there is this beautiful peace that comes with it. Does that mean that there's not a whole bunch of uncertainty about tomorrow? Heck yes. Like I have no idea what tomorrow might bring, but am I, I'm done worrying and stressing over it. I'm trusting. And you know what you've been through as well, my friend, like now you can look back and go, all of this was supposed to happen. That old saying, there's a reason for everything, but I believe there's a reason for the season in our life that things happen. And so, um, yeah, again, it's a choice every day. It's a choice and it's how I choose. It's how I choose to the people I want to spend. And I'll tell all the listeners, be very, very careful and selective how you spend your discretionary time because the energy and who and how you're spending it has a huge impact, whether you realize it or not. It's a ripple effect. Um, sometimes, yeah, you have to be around people that may not leave you inspired, but you know what? I, I call it boundaries. You can have non-negotiables. You can say, I have to be on a call I may not want to be on. I do it either in the morning with my coffee and I have a bell going, I have my soft music going, or Kevin, I do it at the end of the day with a big fat glass of wine. And I have- <laughs> <laughs> I knew I liked you a lot for a reason. <laughs> See, and that's 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 what's really cool about someone like you is that is that you're real. Oh. You you've 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 been through life. Um, you're continuing to work through life every day. Uh, you have coffee in the morning. You'll have a glass of wine at night. You've got three kids. You've got a grandchild. You've got a wonderful husband, and and it's all come together for you. Um, as, as you continue to move through, but it wasn't always that way. So it's because of your in, in, indomitable spirit mm -hmm. that you have, and, and where did that come from? Because you said you were, as a child, you were an introvert. Yeah. Where did you suddenly blossom into this dynamo that is out there now? Nobody has ever asked me that question, and I have been interviewed all over the world. And I love, I, I, now you can see me. I know that you can hear it in my voice, but I'm lighting up because I love that question. I if, to answer that and to be as transparent as I can. I remember all the way through middle school and I was always the shy girl in the hallways in middle school. And I remember just being borderline, always wondering who am I and what am I, I just didn't fit into any click. I wasn't that girl. And I remember the summer, Kevin, between going from the infamous junior high and, you know, the fear of going to high school. And I was going to a very big high school in Kansas City. And that summer, I went to a camp. I loved Young Life. Young Life was a big part of my life. And I would be involved in that. And I went to a camp. And I don't know. All I'm going to tell you is something much bigger than I, a divine. I always say God and my angels, the spiritual side of my life was really manifesting unbeknownst to me. And I remember that summer thinking, 
no matter what, I don't have to fit into a group. I actually am okay just the way I am. And I decided, I committed to myself, Kevin, this is not a story I've ever shared. You're the first, because you asked a question, you're gonna get me emotional. Is I remember committing to going to that big high school that my class was gonna be about 800 people. And I remember thinking, I can either sink or swim. I'm not the athlete girl. I'm not the, I have a sister that's Menza. My siblings are all brilliant. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not that. I'm just, I'm just going to be Holly, but I'm going to walk in there and I'm going to just be the light that I am. And I remember just what you said about being on the bus and just saying, hi, I walked into that school that day for the first day of high school. Look, you got me emotional. And I, um, I remember just, I'm going to smile at everybody and I'm just going to say hi. And I'm just going to let Holly shine. And that first day of high school transformed my life. I never imagined that when we're just willing to just be us, I didn't ever, I was never part of a clique. I actually made a commitment. And Kevin, I just, I say this to you because most people don't know this either. It was my choice that I just didn't want to drink alcohol. And I wasn't a, I mean, I wanted to be a virgin just till I was ready, right? I wasn't because of, and maybe there was some condemnation being raised very religious, like God forbid you would do that, right? That's another whole story on a next episode when I tell you about when I decided to start drinking and doing all that, right? And I was in college. Um, but, you know, that girl that had no self-confidence that just started to show up that day, high school, my senior year, I ended up being home, I was homecoming queen. I was at, invited to every graduation party and people I'd walk in and they'd put their beers behind their back. And I remember thinking, I don't want people to feel that way. It's just not my choice, right? Mm -hmm. So you asked, when did that happen? I can literally tell you, it was the summer between making a commitment that I'm not gonna let anybody shut me down anymore and I'm not gonna worry about fitting in. And I hope that no matter who's listening to this, maybe somebody with children at dinner, if you'd replay this episode, and maybe help your children in today's society more than ever. Stop worrying about fitting in. Start figuring out their gifts, who they were brought into this world to be, and start letting the spotlight, like shine the light on who your children are and let them be comfortable with who they are. I mean, that's very big part of my heart and how I raise my boys. That is the entire show that we are doing is worth what you just said. Uh, mm -hmm. for for everybody because i especially now the kids I, kids today i can't believe how tough it is to be and you've got kids that are a, a little younger than mine are mine are like 30s now and they're just borrowing money uh but we <laughs> always do <laughs> oh yes but but it's it's hard to be a kid now and it's hard to be a parent of a kid that doesn't fit in but you've got to celebrate who that kid is um, regardless of, you know, build them up, give them the tools. And which is what I love about what you do. You give them the tools to survive and thrive in this environment. Oh, yes. yes. You use my words. We love the same vernacular, celebrate people, celebrate everything. The more we can celebrate what's around us and what people bring. And do you know the Gallup organization? I love the Gallup organization. I'm always into data. I follow brain. I've loved neuroscience. Are you familiar with, oh, that's another study I want to share. Are you familiar with the study the Gallup organization did several years ago about they, they did a study and researched parents when their child comes home with their grade card? And this is traditionally, do you know this study about when the parents come home? No. Or the kids come home with a grade card. And for all of us with parents who have been parents, they're older, younger, whatever. 
They said, your child comes home with a grade card and there's two A's, a B, a C, and an F. Where does your attention go? 77% of the parents said they focus on the F. Now, I'm not here to say that we have to ignore the F, but why aren't we focusing on the A's? Why aren't we finding out what's driving the A's? What's going on underneath that, that they're having such beautiful success in whatever that is. And let's start putting our attention there because the energy driving the A's and the B's could be used to help them figure out, okay, so what's going on? What's happening? Why? Yeah, we got to address the F, but we end up spending all of our attention on take for granted the A's. And now let's focus on what we need to fix. For goodness sakes, could we start a movement, Kevin and Benny, right now? Let's start a movement. Let's focus on what's great and stop figuring out what we have to fix. I'm sick of that about our society. And the Dalai Lama, another study that both you and Benny may know of, maybe not, but I share this in a lot of events. The Dalai Lama was coming over to the United States. This was several years ago. And MIT researchers wanted to do a study and find out why the Dalai Lama is so happy. So in preparation for the Dalai Lama's visit, they scrubbed psychology publications for over 30 years of all the history they could find on happiness and joy. And what they found was startling. They found 46,000 articles on depression and only 400 on joy and happiness. So I think what that speaks to all of us is we study divorce to figure out how to have a healthy marriage. No, let's start studying what's working and why a marriage is healthy instead of always studying what's wrong. We study depression to figure out what makes, you know, to find out what creates happiness or self-confidence in kids. Let's, let's stop studying depression, right? We need to know, but does that make sense? You know, this is a passion of mine. So. The other, the other thing that you did um, on one of your talks that I've done some research on you, by the way. I know, um, I love it. <laughs> one of the talks that you did um, was talking about the uh, semi-annual or annual review. Yep. And it's a 30 minute review and we spend three minutes talking about, oh, you do this well and you're this and we love to have you, yada, yada, yada. And then 26 minutes worth of opportunities, <laughs> which is, which is, it used to be that you're below average. And then, then they changed that to, well, you now have opportunity for improvement rather than to celebrate the employee they show up every day they they you know we don't treat our employees which hence the reason for the mass resignation that that you had that that we're having going on right now because we don't treat our employees very well and it's counterproductive because as you know if you a happy workforce is a more productive workforce turnover goes down productivity goes up profits go up everybody then is happy why can't we do that? And, and the, oh, the other question I had to ask you is, why is it that when we have got an, a gift, we downplay our own gifts as that's easy and accentuate the things that we don't do well? Mm. That's powerful, too, because what you just said, I believe, is another issue in our society. And I think there's two things to that, Kevin. I think we play down our gifts because we believe that shining our light, we've been raised in a society that that feels egotistical and that's not revered or respected as a nice way to show up in the world. We've been raised that way. And yet it's actually a polar opposite because when we can figure out how to bring our best and we can shine our light, 
you're not taking it away from anyone else. You're actually helping shine the spotlight on other people and helping them do the same. It's the most positive ripple effect that exists. And yet we've been in a place, no matter what, I don't blame the world. I don't blame how we were raised, but it's with good intention. We've been told that you got to focus on what is not so great and just take for granted what is, but no, it's a societal thing. It's, I don't know, it can come from moral issues, society, religion, all of that. The reality is, is when we can start bringing and shining our spotlight and make it really shine, I can give you more light to shine the light on you, Kevin, and you, Benny, and everybody listening, because we're able to bring more to the world to do that. And then you guess what happens? It gives others around us permission to do the same. But it starts with one of us, you know, like when you go to a service of any kind, whether it's even in a concert, but when you see people light a candle or they light their phones and we pass it around and one tiny light, I'm getting the gooses as I say this, this is what I believe God's put me here to do. If I can shine my light and help you find your light within and help you shine yours, and then we together can keep passing this along and lighting other people's lights, do you see the magnificent light? that now happens in a room that started off very dark. Absolutely. And that, that is, and that, that is the essence of who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's why you do what you do, you know, and you can only make a change for people. And honestly, that's why I do this because Mm -hmm. the way that I, the way that I look at it is if there is somebody out there and there is somebody out there that is listening to the show and they're taking to heart what you and I have been talking about, and they are going to dedicate themselves to make a change. And if that's the only person we impact, that's perfectly fine. That's not my job, is to decide who we impact. My job is to put out the information and to get the information from you so that they have the opportunity to decide there's a way, a better way of living, a better mm. way of being, that you can do this. It's, it's hard. But it, it can be, if you make that paradigm shift and say, it's easy, then it's easy. Then you get in the flow, then everything works. Absolutely. And I think the words you just said, sometimes it's just about, I'm always big on rituals, Kevin. Like I have very, very strong boundaries on my morning ritual. It's the most important part of my day. And my husband, he is so beautiful because he respects it. He knows my morning is my time alone. I have my, my four things, my spiritual, my physical, my mental, and my emotional. And I look at that every day, but the spiritual feeding my soul is the most important thing that I do. Silence is nectar for the soul. And so I have a surprise gift for you and your listeners, by the way, that I told Carrie today I was going to do, but so, you know, and you've done, you've, you've seen everything on the website. I did my favorite inspirations in a book, Um, by the way, you're getting one in the mail, my friend. Um, But my favorite inspirations, just to tuck away and put it somewhere small, but every day I want people to open up and just look at it. And then just think about for three minutes, six minutes, maybe no more than seven, think about what that means for you and then write it. Well, during COVID, during the pandemic, a dream I had came to flourishing. People always said, how do we get more inspiration? How do we hear more of something after you're done speaking? So I always dreamed of doing an app where you can just get a daily dose of inspiration. Well, we launched the Hollyism app. So for all of your listeners, and this is an exclusive for you, my friend, if they go out to Hollyisms, just Google Hollyisms, you can put it on your Android or your iPhone, get the app, and it's the Hollyism app, and put in the code CELEBRATE, you will get the first seven days complimentary to just kickstart you into starting to have a one to three minute inspiration every day. 
And I believe when we create, we know the 21 day habit, Kevin, right? When people do things for 21, but sometimes all we need is a few days to start doing something a little differently that helps empower our light and our soul. So there you go. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. That is so just go to um, let's go through that one more time. By the way, I need to tell you this. We're talking with Holly Dowling. Go to hollydowling.com. She is an extraordinary uh, corporate uh, global keynote speaker and an inspirational thought leader. I just love the, the, the energy that you bring to what we are doing because you get me excited uh, mm-hmm. about about sharing and doing doing more and more because it's it really is cool the, 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 what you do and so go to hollydowling.com and then you can get the uh, um, the 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 app for how do they get the app again <laughs> Yo, you're so cute wait I'm I'm not I'm like this is adorable you're like just go just go 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 get it right <laughs> exactly exactly go to I literally, yes, the website is hollydowling.com, but Kevin, you're just precious right now. You're like, just go out there, world. Just go, to, it. <laughs> go to hollyism.com. It's its own link. And then it downloads the app for you. And when you go to download the app, whether it's on Android or Apple, whatever, you can go to your store of choice. And then when you go to, it will actually generate a place for you to put in a code. And your code for being on this show is our favorite word. Kevin and I celebrate to put in that code celebrate life i do have to tell you one more story if i can i would love it i want to hear your story that this is this is how um well well first of all in 2003 i started positive talk radio right here on kknw Mm -hmm. and i I did the show for 11 months two hours a day five days a week and i i i bought the time uh and so i paid a, a lot of money to do the show well at one point i ran out of money and so I had to uh, not do the show anymore, but I, it's still, and th- on the last day of the show, I, when I announced it, the phone lines filled up. I talked to people about, about what the show meant to them. And the, the one gal that just, that, that made it really special for me was she said she was from Bainbridge Island and that she was an Alzheimer's caregiver and her, her client or who she was giving care to was sitting right there. They listened to the show every day. Because she said, you, you reach her. You, you're, you, she loves your laugh. Mm-hmm. She loves what you do. So you, you reach her every day. And then that dawned on me that we, you and I have impact every, well, let me put it another way. Everybody in this planet has an impact to somebody else that you will never meet. If you can, you either positively or negatively, you have got an impact. And so make it positive. And the, so the other thing was, be careful of what you ask for because you might get it. <laughs> yep. So after I was driving a bus for 12 years, I moved into a place that I could afford because I was setting myself up for retirement. And I was moving in. And one of the things that I had said was, you know, because I'd started the podcast at this point, And I said, I really would like to do this more. This is my passion. I want to talk to as many people as I can. And uh, so I was moving in and I fell. And I tore my rotator cuff. Uh, on my right side, and it was a complete tear. It Ooh. tore everything up. So I had to have surgery to get that fixed. So I was off work for that. And so two months later, I was 
I was, uh, my son bought a new dog, a, uh, a Labrador, and, and he said, couldn't you watch the dog? And I said, well, I'm just sitting here in a sling. I'm not doing anything. So, so <laughs> I was, so the dog came over and I was babysitting the dog and eight, eight week old or nine week old Labradors that tend to get in amongst your feet. And so he got in amongst my feet. He tripped me. I <gasps> fell again. And this time I tore my um, bite or my tricep on my left arm. So I was I was lying I was lying there on the ground going, you know, I don't know how this is gonna work out, but it's not good because I can't get up and I can't move. And so I finally managed to scooch my way over to get to my cell phone. I called nine one one and I said and I said exactly this. You're not gonna believe this, but I've fallen and I can't get up. No, I knew you were gonna and, and she laughed and she said, well, we'll send somebody right over. So they took me to the emergency room and they, and stuff. So I had that surgery on that. Subsequently, I was no longer able to drive a bus, oddly enough, surprisingly enough, so that that freed up the time and I was able to get disability. So it freed up the time and the resources to be able to do this. And uh, so now this is, this is my mission this is my passion this is what i love to do uh because it, it because you and i have the ability to impact people in a ways that we'll never know correct in a, in a positive way and i i just i just love you uh if, if you weren't married no i'm kidding um, <laughs> I, I i feel i feel like a kindred spirit totally. and I, you know 100 my friend and you know what i just had the best visual it was like a divine nudge just happened as i'm listening to your story you weren't getting, you weren't listening to God and the spiritual nudges. You had to be brought down. Your breakdown was your breakthrough. And I do believe that sometimes the greatest blessings happen when we, when we're not watching and listening the way we're supposed to, we are given the, I have fallen and I can't get up moment of our life that literally made you be down on the floor looking up. And that is when you were getting given the attention to say it's time to make a change in your life. And now you can finally go do what we have designed you to do. And you're doing it. You're living your passion, Kevin, but I have fallen and I can't get up. That is going on the backside of the shirt that Benny and I are <laughs> going to have made that says, I am the mayonnaise man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, you know, it, it's so true. And, and the, the, the fun thing is that we've got so many stories. I, we could, we can share for hours. Uh, well, we need to. So tell Benny, I know he's going to have to cut us off, but you know, let's do, let's do a show together. So another time, you, you know me, I'm an open book. I told you that whatever you want, you just let me know. I, I want you back often, and, and we've got so much. to. We haven't even talked about uh, the, the impact that you're making in, in business and with leadership and, and with, with folks. We haven't even touched any of that. But we, we will because I want to have you back on a regular basis. But, and uh, by the way, we've only got, let's see, we've got four minutes left in the show or five. Um, and I want to give, I want to clear the decks and give you the opportunity to take the next three or four minutes to tell our audience anything that you would like them to know. Mm, ooh, I love the open forum. And I'm gonna just, my eyes are closed as I'm going to say this because if, if you can find your soul's highest calling, which it's never too late, 
It doesn't matter your age right now. I believe we all as human beings, no matter our age, our race, our gender, our level of education or not, we've been put on this earth with gifts and a light within us. And my hope, my prayer, and my dream is, is that today might be a moment that you're feeling your light, just a hint of your light glimmer. And you know, Kevin, you've done a beautiful job of asking me questions that are so thought provoking. And it's, it's my passion. I'm also a believer in, and today to leave the audience and everyone listening, I just would love to give you the gift of saying, I listened to a nudge four years ago that I keep getting called my spiritual quest called blessed. And I told Kevin a week ago or two, the divine timing of this is huge because I've been all over the world speaking and empowering and inspiring leaders and individuals. Did I never really realized how much of that was really from the spirit within me coming out. And now more than ever, I want the world to really, I want to give the gift of helping people understand you have a light, you're beautiful, you're brilliant, and you have something special to bring. So it's time, damn it, to let that light shine and stop living a life of fitting in and start creating a life that fits you. And just remember the love boat story. If that's all you walk away with, you can do it. Tell me no, watch me go. So thank you, Kevin, for that moment. <laughs> hey, Benny, can we have the theme song again? Do you have that queued up? Exciting and new. I love it. <laughs> this is a, this is the most fun that I've had in a, in a long time. And you are just you're just amazing. And uh, we have so much more to talk about. And I really really want to invite you back on a regular basis to to because there are people that we can affect that we can help and uh, and help them understand and to help themselves. Because if they make that paradigm shift from life is hard to life is easy and you're in the flow um, and everything is, everything is moving in a positive direction, even though there are bumps in the road, you can make it work. And, uh, and we want to be here to help you with that. Uh, matter of fact, one of these days, I, I want to get you to take calls so that you can actually provide some of our uh, listeners who, who are in a, in a difficult spot or a difficult place to, to give them some positive reinforcement, some motivation to figure out a way to get out of where they're in. I would love that, Kevin. I mean, please, anytime you want to have callers calling in, let's make the, whatever you need, whatever we need to do to make that happen. You know, I'm an open book. We're here to serve. But so. you are, you know, it's, but you are so busy doing so many things. I'm honored that you would like to be, uh, like to go down this road with me a little bit. Well, and I'm going to give you this final thought. And I love that you just said that you're so busy. And I made a commitment and I made this and I started sharing this, but that is I have created a life that fits me. I'm as busy as I want to be. And you know, yeah. when people say, oh, I'm crazy busy. And I used to be that, but I paired way back because I'm picking and choosing who I want to support, how I want to support. And is it aligned with my values and where I'm aspiring to take my soul? So my, my answer to you, my friend, is I'm as busy as I want to be, so let's get this all scheduled because this is, there's a dynamic, beautiful kindred spirit here, and if we can help bring and bring hope and healing and more joy, I'm all in it, in it to win it. But we got to have Benny, though. we got to have Benny. Oh, okay? thanks. 
He's, he's, Benny is an awesome dude, man. He, he, he really is good. He does a great job of doing the show, and as a matter of fact, he's going to say, uh, let's see, it's gonna, he's going to say bye-bye now. So uh, thank you ever so much for everybody. And remember, be kind to one another because each other is all we've got. Set a course for adventure, your mind on a new road, man.